This is Looking for Christ, a podcast where we take our pastor's sermon text and ask ourselves the question, what does this tell me about Jesus? My name is Zach. I'm here with my pastor, Oren, and my good friend, Clint. And today, what we'd like to do is to just intro the idea for this podcast um, and and what we're expecting, what our hopes are. And um, so I just kind of want to hear you guys from you guys like, Talk about what you want to get from this podcast. Well, I'll let Oren go first since he's the pastor. Senior Me member, first. Senior all, right. Member <laughs> all right. All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm encouraged by uh, when, when Zach and Clint reached out to me about doing something like this, or a short podcast. Zach suggested 10 minutes, but Clint and I are of the opinion it's going to take a lot longer than that. But um, uh, one of the principles uh, in the study of Scripture, the preaching of Scripture, and hopefully for every believer, is to find Jesus in all the Bible. Regardless of what book of the Bible you're in, what verse you're reading, there should be something some somewhere in those verses pointing you to Christ in some way. And so um, it's always encouraging to talk about this because we often neglect this principle. Um, whether we're teaching or just studying on our own, we, we look for a, a command or a promise and we stop short of going all the way to Jesus to see how he's the one who gave it to us to begin with. And so I think this is a good discussion this is not just for pastors or Bible teachers. This is for any person who follows Jesus. When you're reading your Bible or when you're listening to a sermon, um, where is Christ in that message? Where is Christ in that text? Um, I think it deepens our faith in Jesus if we look for him everywhere and not just in the parts where we think we can find him. Mm. And so I think this is a good discussion for us. Yeah, I think for me, um, I look for Jesus in every text that I read almost to a fault sometimes. Like I, I just, I'll dismiss a lot of other um, content to get to, to him or how he fulfills a passage, how he, how he, if it's a new Testament passage where he, like if he's acting in there mm-hmm. um, because I, uh, he's where my hope is. And so I want to see how he interacts with this particular text or issue or, or topic Um because ultimately he is who I have allegiance to. And there's a lot of, like, if you read a text and you get away from that, there's could be of any varying mm-hmm. interpretation of that text, right? And so people disagree. And so that gives me a lot of, like, anxiety. Like, oh, I really like this person. They say this about this text. and But I, this person's cool, too. And they say this. Well, can we at least agree on the Jesus part? Yeah. And leave that other peripheral yeah. stuff to that. And to be careful that we're not forcing it more than we need to. Mm-hmm. There are parts in the Old Testament, especially where it's really hard to find Christ in some mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. And so we don't want to do what, what often is called theological gymnastics just to get to Jesus somehow. Yeah. That doesn't make a lot of sense. There's no connections there. Um, so we have to be careful. But I do believe there's something there pointing us to Christ every time. Yeah. Yeah. This is an extremely selfish idea for me. Um, I, I, I struggle with this concept. Mm-hmm. Um, and Clint and my pastor, uh, I, I feel like they do a really good job of this because oftentimes like Clint, um, several years ago at this point, seven or eight years ago at this point, encouraged me to, um, you know, he wanted a, a, a partner to, that sounds weird to, <laughs> yeah, <it does> <laughs> <laughs> to go through the Bible with him, right. uh, to read through the Bible. And that first week I told him, like, man, this is too much. Can't yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm thankful for him because he was like, look, man, just just pick it up. Just just start going. Yeah. And um, 
And I, I have enjoyed those conversations with my pastor every Sunday, um, preaches the gospel faithfully. And so for me, what I, I want to get out of this is more gospel. Because oftentimes when I read scripture, what I inevitably do is I make it about me. Mm-hmm. And I say, you know, what does this, what is this telling me I need to do? Yeah. And at this point in my life, um, that has become such a crippling burden to where I, I can't meet those expectations. Yeah. And so for me, I need more gospel. And this, um, this podcast is going to be all gospel. Um, so as far as like um, looking at a text and w- the question won't be, what does this say I must do? The question will be, what does this tell me about Jesus and what he has done? Absolutely. Um, and that's what I need. So it's a selfish podcast idea for me because I need more of that in my life. I need more grace, more mercy, more Jesus in my life. Yeah, and I think to your point about a decade ago almost asking you to start reading through the Bible, I mean, I didn't ask you to do that with this idea in mind. It was more of like, I really just want to say I've read through the whole Bible um, because I was really in, interested in apologetics at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, how can I defend something that I really haven't even, at least in a cursor, at a cursory look, given full uh, attention to? And so uh, it's really been something that over time, having read through the Bible now five or six times, um, I found myself, especially in the Old Testament, reading something and just being really disheartened being really, um, and that's not to say that there aren't hard things in the New Testament, but but Jesus is at least there in proximity. Yeah. Like I can flip a page and he's there. Yeah, you know, in the Old Testament, it's harder, as Oren said, sometimes to find him. Um, and so after years of, and you spend most of your time in the Old Testament because it's a larger section of Scripture, it's longer. Um, I found myself, man, I'm just really beat down mm-hmm. after reading this, which, from a Christian perspective, I think is the goal of the Old Testament. I think it's intended to stir in your heart an affection for resolution yeah. and for um, closure mm-hmm. and for God's intervention into the story to finally make things new, to end that cycle yeah. of sin, judgment, repentance, and blessing, to end that cycle uh, once and for all. And so that's what I hope to get out of this is even as we look at, because Oren's going to spend the summer in the Psalms like he does every year. So we're going to look at over the course of this podcast for the next few month or months or so, uh, the Psalms mm-hmm. and how, um, how those Psalms have Jesus at their center. These um, are going to be easy too. Yeah. The, the songs of ascent 121 through 130 are going to be so easy. They're songs of hope. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. we're going to, we're going to get to, to kind of, dip our toe into this process with some kind of low-hanging fruit. Uh, it's harder when you get to other parts of the text. And let me make a comment on something Zach said earlier about when you read Scripture, and you touched on this as well, and you end with, what am I supposed to do? That's a good question to ask. The next question, though, would be, why should I be doing it? And I think that's where you get to Christ. Because, number one, he commanded it. But number two, he gives you the ability to do it. You know, whenever you look at the Christian life as something that's impossible, well, in one sense, doing it perfectly is impossible, but everything God's commanded is possible for us to do, right? And so we have to find the answer to, okay, well, how can I do this? Well, it's through Christ. And we all will only ever lean on Christ if we're looking for him. And where's the best place to find him? In his Bible, in his word. 
And so that's kind of the cycle, the circle you're going to go through. The questions are good, but you got to keep asking the, the right questions to get to the right answers. Yeah, very good. And so that's, so that's the goal of the podcast. Let's ask ourselves, why make such an emphasis out of it? Yeah. So that's our goal, but, but why even make this emphasis? Um, I think because in Christendom at large, especially in America, um, you fall into two ditches. Mm-hmm. You fall into a law-heavy ditch, which yep. says, you know, it's really void of gospel, or at least at least leaves the gospel at the it's door. Secondary, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the gospel got you here. Now you got to work in your own strength, yeah. uh, or even by the Spirit. They'll use that terminology, but in reality, it's here's what you need to do because you're a Christian, mm-hmm. and and it leaves the gospel as the at the background. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, the side that like sort of presumes and assumes the gospel. Yep. You know, it, it's it's just. Um, be a good person. It's, it's just moralism, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And so when we emphasize Jesus, it, it in a way at least trains my heart and my mind. It forces me to deal with him and keep him in the forefront regardless of where I'm at in Scripture. Mm-hmm. If I'm reading a list of commands, it harkens me back to Jesus has fulfilled every single one of these things on my behalf. Yeah. So I'm not doing these things to earn salvation. Mm-hmm. I'm not even doing them to earn my sanctification. It's already been earned. Yeah. I'm doing these things out of a out of grace and yeah. out of uh, an overflow yeah. of a heart that has been blessed by God in Jesus. And so I, that that keeps me focused on what I think is the proper way to read yeah. read Scripture. Yeah. When the, when the gospel tells us it's a narrow road, those ditches are pretty big on either side, right? And so the wide path is easy because um, there's plenty of room for you to kind of do whatever you want. But the narrow path is narrow because, as I've often said, discipleship is conditional, right? God's love is not conditional, but discipleship is. Jesus says, if you want to follow me, deny yourself, take up your cross, right? And and so the conditions of discipleship are are. Are, are heavy. If it feels sometimes like you can't carry that load, the good news though is that the gospel helps us bear whatever God Christ calls us to bear, because He's the one carrying the heavier load already, right? He 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 carries as one author said the heavier end of the cross, right? But we're still called to carry a cross to some degree, um, and, and and so when we look for Jesus in in all of Scripture, we're looking for the help we need most. We don't need better behavior. We need surrender to Christ. And so you're only ever going to do that if you look for him in his word. Um, This makes some people uncomfortable, I think. I think we prefer law, right? We prefer rules. Um, Pastors that preach that way often have a big following where they demand uh, certain behaviors and people that agree with that send a flock to those types of churches. And, you know, they're just devoid of any hope for when you fail. If or, or you know, if you fail or when you fail, where where where's your hope? It has to be in Jesus. The gospel is the message of His grace to us, not just His expectations of our of our good behavior. Yeah, and one of the <clears throat> so if we're asking asking ourselves the question, uh, why do this? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the texts I immediately go to is is Luke twenty four, um, where Jesus instructs the two disciples on the road to Emmaus and, and 24, 27 always sticks out and beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them in all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. And so Jesus tended to do this, um, as he interpreted scripture. 
Um, well, that was the whole, whole like right at the beginning of his ministry, right? When he goes into the synagogue mm-hmm. and he asks for the scroll of Isaiah and reads it. And he says, yeah. what you've just heard read was in, yeah. is being fulfilled in front of <laughs> yeah. you. Right. And like people were ready to stone him yeah, like because like, he was saying. And so he says he sat down. Yeah. Like he read it and then he sat down. Yeah. And people were just were like, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And so and and that in addition to what he says right there in, in Luke 24, if if Jesus says all of scripture is about him, then we owe it to him yeah. to interpret scripture yeah. that way. And that doesn't mean we we throw away authority authorial intent mm-hmm. or setting or, or or genre or anything like that when we interpret the bible we do that work and we say hey this is how it would have applied to the people it was written to but here's where what we get out of it on this side of, of the resurrection yeah the cross and what i'm looking for is what those two disciples experienced so yeah. the bible says uh in 31 luke 24 31 and their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he vanished from their sight and then 32 says, they said to each other, did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road, while he opened to us the scriptures? So again, it's kind of selfish. I want that heart burn <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> yeah. And we want that. We want that fire of flame. We for all Christ. experience that when we read scripture, when we hear it proclaimed, when we study it, we all experience that. And I think the goal of this podcast is going to be to bring other people into that. Like to, like so when those disciples went and told other people, they told them about the feeling that they experienced after when the reality of yeah. that Jesus was with them, and what he had said, uh, when that passed, where they went and they shared that with other people, and they said, "Did not our hearts burn within us?" So that's what we're doing with this podcast. We're telling people how this approach to reading and interpreting scripture makes us feel, yeah. and. We want those people to experience that as well. Yeah, and I always think of Clowney, Edmund Clowney, when he, he talks about that passage, he says, uh, wouldn't we all rather be there than in this room? Absolutely. <laughs> well, his point is, because him and uh, Tim Keller did a a, sermon, or a, a series seminar, on, yeah, yeah a seminar on on this exact subject. And uh, he, 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 he's, I think his exact words are, wouldn't we all rather be there than this dog and pony show? Yeah. <laughs> um, but his, his point is, is Why? that we have access yeah, we to that. Do. We can right. do that today. Yeah. Yeah. We can look for Christ in yeah. all of scripture. So, to the point where Peter says in his epistle, we have something more sure. Yeah, yeah we do. Yeah. You know, so yeah. every week, hopefully for those listening, when you're in church and you're reading the Bible, um, and you're hearing it proclaimed, and you're singing songs that are rooted in the Bible, mm-hmm. hopefully this is how you feel. Mm-hmm. And if not, hopefully listening to our conversations yeah. can help teach you and train you to um, examine sermons in this way, examine biblical texts this way, mm-hmm. so that you do feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 All sure. right, anything else? Mm-hmm. Feels like a good place to end. Yeah, it's good. And so as we go about our day, our goal is to look to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. God bless.